Happy Fitness Friday! I am so excited today because I am going to open my muscle subscription on Instagram. For my fans and admirers who have always neglected, it's time to appreciate because. These are the fans and admirers who are appreciating my body, my raw and real body, the way I am. And how can I not cater to make other people happy who love to see a strong woman flex without any holding back? So I'm going to do it on my way, my terms, that I'm going to show my raw body and pose and trains and whatever I do anyway in my life, physique. I'm just going to have it so people have a wall so all the typical critics can just go and criticize somewhere else. So I'm so happy about that. It's a great way to kind of separate when you know you have your tribe versus the people who just want to debate and just want to kind of see if they can get under your under your skin all the time, so that gets annoying, right? Okay, so let's talk about love and chasing love and the one, because that's what every woman is uh, on when it comes to diet. And it seems to everyone, every, di- every woman has to be put on a diet by a man. So in my, the industry, it's very, very man-dominated. Because men, women love to take orders from men. We live in a patriarchic world, and women love to be told they or think that they're attractive and sexy for men. So it's just naturally, you want to have endorsement, you want to be told you're good, you're great on a diet. So that's why most women love to have a male coach. So for me, who is a woman who kind of, I become like the, this, the kind of, the person that you don't really want to have as being your diet provider or your the one who helps you get lean or stay lean or find your way because it's so kind of this kind of stain in you that you don't want another woman to have something that you can't accomplish for yourself so that complex can really be stuck in people's mind which stops them from wanting to hang around to work through tough times because it's easier to forget and start to someone else who doesn't know that you are not always perfect, that you have your tendencies. And it's very unusual that people have enough self-love and understanding and self-compassion to realize that there's no shame in realizing that you're just human and you're going to be a mess. You're not going to be all that. But if you want to hold on to that, it's going to be how you suffer. Because you're going to put those expectations on yourself and then to meet them. So when you think about diets and how we work them, it's usually you find one version. Now that is what you believe is going to be the one. Because you are just mad in love right now in the theory or the, the dream that this might be it. So you really give it all and you kind of live it out and you are... All the meals and everything is exciting because it's new. And maybe you get rewarded in body so you're happy. But it doesn't last. Because it wasn't based on thinking about what you need down the line. So you're thinking like, here is a sexy looking man who's got no brain. But hey, he's great in bed. That's what you think. So then you go for that. And then you end up with, well, I'm getting laid all the time. But I'm getting this consequence that I'm exhausted. And I have all the STDs and I have nothing else to do. And, you know, so, so now you're stuck there with this 
this man who is not even providing for you. You don't even know what to do. It's like just doesn't provide, doesn't satisfy you. And after some time, well, you notice it becomes bland. I mean, how many sex positions can you try after that being there, done that, right? You want something new. I'm talking about diets the way we kind of think about them, like love interests. And we all fade away because if we go by like just looks or something that looks impulsive, ooh, too good to be true. If it looks like a diet that isn't a diet anymore and you're just like, ooh, this is what I want. Or if it's too extreme, like it's like you're going to have a rock star with who, who travels the whole globe and you think he's going to be loyal to you, my friend. <laughs> he's a man. He's just a man. Uh, so in that case, you're definitely going to be disappointed because you put so high expectations on what isn't real to expect. So then you get hurt. So what happens then is every new diet, then you got to have a little rebound. And that's the rebound guy then, right? Like, so you go back to the junk, the thing that you don't want to, but you love it and you hate it at the same time. And then we hear the same story that you don't even like it, but you still go for it because you have 10 times more to learn this week before you ah and then next week is going to be 10 new lessons so there's no shame in the learning and i'm gonna give you a real good you know story i hope you can see what i mean in my coaching then with women who get upset with their own lack of remembering the goal and feeling shame even though it's not about me but you project all this guilt and shame and frustration onto me because it's easier to kind of make me the scapegoat that this time we're going to make her the problem so we can kind of forget and start something else because again the novelty that is how we are wired but try something new or start over so it's like we're conditioning ourselves to doing what isn't gonna work anyway because nobody wants to be real and actually say hey what am i investing with so if you think about how women, after time, maybe stop thinking with the penis and thinking with the mind and the heart, then you're going to notice that you're going to change the way you choose partner. You're not going to go for the one who everyone wants to be or everyone wants because you want what everyone else wants, even though it's not going to make you happy because you just want to compete then you're going to have the same thing that it doesn't work for you. It's not really your thing. You just want because your desires that aren't really meeting your personality or your real needs beyond the moment. So it's like dating game, one after another after another. So look back in your track record. Look at how the voice is, how you believe yourself that this is the one because you're madly in love. So it's amazing when you put one after another after another in like, you know, number after number after number. Just keep on dating, dating, dating. That way you always keep it exciting and fun and little secretly. Like you don't know 100%. So it's intriguing. It keeps you engaged. But it also kind of stops you from learning more about what isn't new. So you miss about the fermentation effect of life. You know, the love that isn't that passionate but it's very very strong and very reassuring it's the love that comes from being around that you have history that you build that up that's the family that's the commitment to another person that you choose and you know that by choosing and if you have that set up you're gonna be limited because you choose 
to limit your options you for a reason. Now think about how you limit yourself and why would any American woman want to have forced rules and to abide to obey because someone told I don't think that is at all what I feel is American mindset but hey I'm from Sweden so what do I know so when you think about why you want to have forced choices and not free choosing it's because you're scared of your own choices you don't want to have the freedom because you're terrified what happens when you do because it requires practice to learn how to moderate yourself. That is really tough. Especially when you're passionate about something and you're mad in love and right now you really want to believe in this diet plan. But I know, I remember exactly how it goes down in this kind of depressive blues. And you don't even know how you get there. And then all of a sudden you're there. And then if you so-called quit, which is you just go back to the junk or whatever sabotaging food. Now you can't stop even though you don't enjoy it because in your mind you already feared to max about the consequence you know it but you can't stop it anyway and that's so destructive because it feeds to the same trigger and the same behavior again and again so most people just keep on never learning and never actually leaning out to have that happy lean life because they keep on going back on the words of commitment because it's either too much or you're not really doing it from the heart you're just fighting because you're scared of what if you don't have the fight with yourself anymore that you're scared of giving up the fight because you are your own enemy and you don't really want to make peace because you think peace is letting yourself go no it's letting go of all of what holds you back from being happy so Many times, too, the clients are very destructive in wanting to be so confident and strong, kind of be proud of being compliant with whatever they think I demand, which is, again, the story you put in your mind, not the truth. The clients get so upset and, and you know, with themselves that they kind of just drift away and hope I never remember them. But if I don't remember them, then I'm gonna hear it later. And if I do, then I'm gonna hear it too. So I'm not popular at all when I'm trying to find women who are just not wanting to be real about what is going on and how to come out from this depression of self-sabotaging routine that is the default of the system of the world in our culture how I see it that it's a shame to be happy just to be that if you have the audacity to to think positive and stay positive and focus on yourself then you are unrealistic or you should somehow have part of the collective depression routine that you have to put up with because that is what everyone does that you have to keep aware of everything that is destructive that isn't helping you that isn't something that you can have power over that is without your control but hey you gotta be aware of it so it negatively influences you and keeps you down right that's the that's the mindset from sweden that i hated so so you better fight for the way i love to keep the energies to stay high to always remember there's always more greatness than there is of the opposite but we have always both 
but what do we want more of? I always want majority of the great and the happiness. So that's what I choose to focus on. It's a daily mandatory routine for me. So when you handle a lot of people who have no interest to help, it, it is take a lot of energy that has to be coming back. And that's the only way I can do it is my love is stronger than I can let it go. That my, my love doesn't fade out for because I can't. I have a real mother's love for that. So I just like that is the fire that I just can't help. And sometimes, of course, I've been mad about it, but I have stopped giving myself guilt about who I am and how I love people and that I can't help helping and I just keep on showing up. So then, but think about it. The reason then is interesting. The typical of, I want to be remembered that if I go away missing, someone is going to remember and ask for me. That is the card a lot of women with low confidence pull on friends, family, uh, I mean, whatever, the world, social media, to get a reaction. So it's like a little childish of, I don't love myself and I can't provide, I need attention. So what happens if I go and, and just disappear? So that's what some clients do, you know, to just pull away and hope that I'm going to keep on chasing. And so it's the same thing as this love game again. And for who is winning? Nobody. Because you're just, you're not running away from me. And I'm not the one who's suffering from this. You are. Because... You are not willing to work on your own self-love. And you want to be loved. So you keep on searching and thirsting and trying by the, ha the typical, I'm going to go away and then hope someone finds me. And then I'm going to feel appreciated. And oh, but what about you? Don't have to do that. It means you are going to hold on to your dreams and work and keep on showing up for yourself. Because that is what you do not do when you go hiding I know you want it to be that way. You want to go work on yourself, be a loner. But that's usually when you're not at all caring about yourself in a good way. But it's easier because you don't have anyone who sees what you do. So that's what I mean with the, the whole takeaways. Kind of then when you come back, it's like, what happened? Well, that's usually then when you realize you tried all the diets under the sun. You tried all the macros and fasting and keto and everything because you went the whole distance all over the world to find your way and not at all do what I do or go back because it's too much pride so it's almost like you are gonna do anything but to to do what another woman has accomplished that you don't want I know I know it's crazy but that's very very overt many times and what happens? Uh, well, very little results that make people happier. It's not until you are real with yourself that you can get through this. And then, so now I want to tell you about this story about growing and feeling frustrated that people like me don't understand what, and so on, which is, again, been there, done that. When I grew up, I never wanted to be married. I never played, like, 
house or whatever it's called. I played with horses, Barbie horses. I made stables. I was never interested. And I had to babysit kids and my well, siblings, my half-siblings. So it was a lot of just, just taking care of kids. And I never wanted to have it myself. Plus, I, my mom and my dad got, was, were divorced, got divorced, then stepdad and all that. So I just saw a lot of those broken homes. And the two only people I've been really terrified about in my life was uh, the producer for the pop Bible here in America. But before that was my stepdad. So I had all those rebellions. Um, so I kind of committed there that I'm not going to have this. I know I see what people are like. And I'm not going to do it. Backstabbing and cheating and lying. So I got that reality without being bitter. I just knew I'm just going to... Oh, I'm, on my, I'm on my own. So then fast forward that I came to America to come here... I had Pavel, um, he saw me in the gym, and then he wrote that poster, the wanted poster, after months when my other love interest wasn't giving me attention. I called Pavel up and I asked him, do you want to go to America? That was my quest, and that was yes or no. And he said yes, so then that was it, we became best friends, working for coming to America. He said it's going to take about three years of preparing. He, he had all the time in the world. And I, I was just, great, let's do it. I had all the patience, and I worked so hard. So then when we got approved, I got approved for a green card and my journalist visa and then my fitness modeling career. But Powell wasn't because he didn't fill a quote. He was too uh, calm. I know, sounds super bad. So since he was my boyfriend, we did this together. And what am I going to do in America alone, right? We were a team, shooting and writing that it became natural that I, we got married in Vegas so he could be here in America too. The thing is, I never wanted to be married. Never. I didn't want to have family. And I wasn't in love with Pavel. I didn't know it, but it was not a functional at all. And so I was 24. And the reason why I accepted that was because I was loyal that in order to be here, I had to commit, and I did. So that was just the way it was, accept and not question. So I didn't really question. After that started the fear of having children, because Pavel, well, he got the typical traditional mind of, well, now you're married, now you're going to have kids. And I was not at all interested in that, but I wasn't aware that I could actually, for real, say, no, I don't have to have any. I, it wasn't that, it wasn't obvious. I didn't even know to the extent that I could actually escape because to me it was, well, when you're married, you have to compromise. And Pavel wanted kids and I didn't, but there was no discussion. So then when Pavel started to talk about kids, I remember I said, oh, in three years, in four years, five years, just kept on pushing forward. I was never going to want to have kids, but I didn't know. I wasn't at all aware that I was actually not going to. So then, of course, that broke because it wasn't it wasn't worth it wasn't built on the right stuff, it wasn't the same interest, 
And uh, I felt my heart, I fell in love, I got mad in love again. So I followed my, I followed my heart and I told Pavel I have to follow my heart. And that was really hard because we had to stay together. Because of finances, we were too broke. So for three years, I think, we stayed together out of necessity and because of fears. Because I thought that I'm going to be, Pavel is going to be deported home to Sweden, homeland of security. Because if somehow, uh, well, that we're not married, like we're not living like a married couple, I, I was completely uh, scared. I thought I was going to be taken out of America. So that was what we held up. We're living. So that was the greatest thing that we had no choice but to evolve. And our relationship, relationship became the strongest ever. So we became no longer married. We evolved and transcended to become best friends. And now it's, can you imagine? Yeah. That is what I don't know anyone else pretty much who has what we have. And it's very unrare too, and people don't understand it, and but we do. So it's like very, very rewarding to have a best friend like that and throughout the journey. But I didn't want to have it as a husband. So then after that, my love playing the game time of my life was the chapter of being pretty and wanting the men and all that fun that we do when we're young. But again, for me, it wasn't about finding the right one, never. But I always loved the same thing. You know, I was mad in love just like you and it was, and how that feels. So it's amazing. But it's also very consuming. So when I have chosen to be my own love, you see how it's just more energizing because I'm not searching or seeking for anyone else's love, which is just exhausting. I can always energize myself back every day, which is, I never got that. I could never have a partner who could satisfy me the way I needed for me because it wasn't about them. It was my selection and how, what my expectation and what I knew about myself versus what I thought. And trust me, I've done my, 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 re, my uh, reflections about what I thought I wanted versus what and so on. So it's very, very, very interesting when you study yourself more than you study any love interest of your body, of your life. Which we you know, we tend to just become completely obsessed with people to learn about them. So it's always more interest in other people than about yourself, which is why a lot of marriages and relationships break because you don't know yourself, but you want to know everything about the other one. So it's like, a failure system. That's how I see it. I think it takes so much work for people, just like fitness life again. And so it takes real love to, to keep it up, which is the big reward. That when you are there and investing and you're not quitting when every little new thing happens, when there's a new talent in diet or there's a new man or a new love object, you're not going for that because you know what you have and that's more that's more important for you to not sabotage. Because in a lifelong journey, you're going to be tempted. In fitness, in marriage, in, in all areas of life. And if you're not, 
well, I don't think you're human, or you cannot be anyone with a drive to want to survive. So then after that, all those, the, the romances and playing the game and all that, then when I came up realizing that I want to be alone, and I, when I got, when I realized that the only thing that I thought I wanted wasn't ever making me satisfied anyway, it was the same as when you believe that that junk, that net is all you need now and then, or you're not going to function, you're not going to be happy. That's the same thing as when you believe that for me, for instance, that it was all about the love making or the sex or it was all about, it wasn't. It was just me thinking that that is all what I want. But then I realized that, well, if I'm going to be the one who satisfies myself anyway, because the partner isn't up to that or whatever, not com compatible, then what the heck am I doing with a second person? So then that becomes a whole new thing. You wonder, what am I doing with a second person? Is it even making me grow? Am I focused on all that makes me happy? So that's then when I realized that for me in my life, I have to have full life for me, for myself, the way I work and the way I want to live. And any time I had, I let someone think that they have me a little bit more exclusively than someone else, I'm always the one who suffers from that because I cannot limit myself in what I do or what I want to do. And I just don't want a man to be my boss telling me what I can do or how I should do it and when. And I know the thing is, you might say not all men are like that. And I agree, but it comes down to attraction, the law of attraction that I don't have any attraction to junk food anymore, just like I don't have any interest in junk people or to expose myself I, like I don't want to have someone who in my life that is so close that they think that they have more than you there's someone who thinks my personal love is gonna be higher priority than my work commitment because that is what we have been told that you should always put family and love in your own self first and your commitment to others later because we know that you remember you're not if you if you put work first your friends hate you they don't think that you're anything they think that you only do work you never have time but they're not paying the rent for your house or your mortgage anyway so i don't know maybe they shit don't have nothing to do and that's a lot of people who are bored so they just kind of try to find a, a, a fight and in my life, I have zero interest to come home to a fight again. I have absolutely no desire to even open up that there will be a person who's going to debate about my routine or what I do or anything. I'm like, I'm not open to it. And the thing is, all this is about lessons and growth and understanding that you cannot know about yourself what you haven't studied or been, that you are holding on to things you believe you know because you've been around with yourself for all this time. But if you think about that, even a woman like me who really don't want to have marriage and kids, I still 
committed because of loyalty. I did that. And then I remember on the wedding date in Sweden, I had to do it there too. I broke up in cystic acne I, and I was crying. I didn't want to. And my mom asked, are you sure you need, you should do this? And I was like, I have to. I'm going to go to America. And I was so focused because I was refused to be a woman who came to America and got married to green card. I had that stick up my ass. I'm not going to do that. So I was going to be self-made and that's why I brought my own suite. And I remember the times in around Goldstream when there were like men who tried to tease me like, yeah, you got married to yourself, to your car, to America, huh? I'm like, no, I didn't. Showed my journalist card. And then after that, my second offense that I have committed to myself to accept that it's okay, Pauline. Like, don't keep this guilt or up that I went back on my own choice. But one more time in my life, did I let someone else's wants and desires um, take over to make them happy? So I allowed to be engaged without having any plan on marrying. But hey, engagement is pre-marriage. But that was how kind of that person got its way. Because, well, he wanted his way for his parents and his, his storybook for his way. And I thought, well, what is my problem? If I cannot give him that he can be engaged, if he feels that he has all to be successful for others, why can't I just do that? So that's why. And trust me, it was not at all what I should have done. Why did I do that? So I could have kept on agonizing about that my whole life, about that I did that. But I wouldn't be happy. So instead, I see it like this, that I did it out of love and understanding and compassion for someone else. I cannot beat myself up for that. But I learned, trust me. And now when people keep on saying, like, you're going to find the one, I'm like, you just... They just say that because that's what they want. They don't even know what it feels like to be the way I am in my mind. They don't know. So I cannot hold against that because you are. To talk about what you think about, what you want, that's how we are. But i that's also why I don't really have that much. I don't have any personal time interest to debate or talk about love stories are men anymore because I'm kind of over it. I have, I work. That's what I do. So to go back to all these stories of what I'm doing, I'm setting up my flexing for my fans. So they have that. And I love it that I can have an appreciation and show that I'm, I, I love my fans and I'm appreciated for all these years. And I feel it's time to give that, to not just kind of keep on ignoring because there's one thing with men, and then we have women. I gotta have both. I cannot just be with women. I gotta have the counter. So the reason why we don't have the co-ed challenges is that they never take off with me. The women's community do. So I just have to do, you know, go where the people want to play the game that I'm offering, because I want you to win. So if I don't if I don't teach the way, I just feel that I'm giving the whole industry, like, I feel like I'm giving up 
you to the wolf and you don't know how to defend yourself. And I know I'm ridiculous. You, you grown, but Hey, a mother will always worry. So to summarize this, you gotta know that a lot about yourself is you holding on to things you believe you need to defend yourself and you don't trust that you can be more because you haven't studied yourself and you're terrified because what are you going to find out? Well, that is what you're going to be so happy that you had the, the doubt, the, the had the fight in you and faith that you're gonna be better of knowing because would you, would it be such a waste to live a whole life with someone who you don't know anything about? But you're going to see how it all so-called breaks down. And you get older and older. and You don't look beautiful and young anymore. And then how that affects your happiness. But if you can train yourself with me to be happy, to enjoy seeing yourself change in all ways, then everything just flips. You're not going to have that stress of, I'm expiring, I'm not attractive anymore, and now everyone is younger and everyone is this or that. Because you're not going to care about it. You're going to kind of be there enjoying seeing the young and seeing almost like you know when you kind of want your friends to have more fun even though it might you know you just see it from another angle when you're not so emotionally attached to always be the one who's the best one the winner and all the time it's really nice to just kind of have less pressure of wanting to be all that to have all the roles to expect to be everything and to have it all pulled together all the time and be cute because i i don't think it's worth the time it's not worth the the stress and the frustration that no matter how much you do it you're not going to be popular anyway because that is what people love to do never be happy because they're not happy by themselves so you can choose the way you want to feel by just simply thinking, what are you telling yourself all the time and why? And also to allow yourself to change your terms or goals because life isn't the way you can make all the goals and terms and then hold on to it. Because you're, this is just when you forget that life isn't a guarantee and you really have to come down to the moment to moment business of enjoying what you do. And that is why I'm here with you guys. That I teach you to enjoy the struggle. That I teach you how to see this lifestyle. And it doesn't stop. You are the one who stops the process of learning. Because you get tired and you listen to everyone else who thinks. That everyone who tries to get into fitness is supposed to quit on it and start over. Because that's the industry that teaches you that. But it's like teaching uh, an alcoholic. To moderate it's gonna be really tough and it's very hard to succeed so remember there's a difference between romantic love and sustainable long lifelong love and it's no different with diet and nutrition it comes down to what do you really want because you're gonna have your cravings and desires they're not gonna stop and you're going to know that if you go for them, you're going to have a consequence. And how much is up to you to learn how to master yourself. And the way to master yourself is to know yourself, which means you got to go inwards to your mind. So there we go again, why I'm here. Because you sign up for fitness, think this is a fitness coach. Well, I'm 
I'm gonna take over your life. That's how it becomes. And it's the only way to do it. To really want to learn and to go inward instead of looking at your body every 20 seconds to see if there's enough change to keep motivated. Because if you sit and wait for visual to have enough motivation, you're never gonna last in being lasting. You're gonna keep on forgetting about it and starting over. So you're gonna spend most of your life never getting through at, at all. And that is just because you're impatient. Not that you don't have the talent, not that you don't have what it takes, just you don't have patience to work for all you say you wanna achieve. And that's the only reason why you don't have it the way you want.